Looking to wager on the best games in sports? Head on over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline remains number one for all the updated odds and info along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy, folks, to get started. So join today. Learn why everyone is saying Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. It's always ice cream season at the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. And March is no exception. Come on in and get a taste of the Irish. All month long, they'll have delicious mint soft serve, mint flying saucers, mint milkshakes, and their amazingly popular cookie puss cake. All perfect for the St. Patrick's season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh. So no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel, open seven days a week, Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi. This is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Back with you, it's the ML Sports Platter, all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Make sure you hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Welch & Company Jewelers, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and our terrific friend, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning available with Brian. Go get him on Facebook, get him on LinkedIn, and advisors.massmutual.com. That's advisors.massmutual.com. Any type of financial plan you need for your future, Brian can get it to you. You might have a youngster going to college. You might be retiring. Life changes fast. Get your finances in order today with Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. And a big tip of the cap thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the program as well as... Ken's Auto Detailing and Tiny Bubbles Laundromat. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over to Tiny Bubbles. You can download the Pay Range uh, mobile app and uh, head to one of their locations. Liverpool, Fulton, East Syracuse. Wash, dry, fold laundry for only a dollar a pound. It's Tiny Bubbles Laundromat, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Well, has the NFL free agency period, the offseason, ramping up for the draft, has it been... Uh, busy enough for you? I mean, my goodness. Let's bring him in, the former player personnel man for multiple teams in the NFL, including the Buffalo Bills, and now doing a great job as the co-host of the Go Long TD podcast with my man Tyler Dunn. It's Jim Monis on Twitter, at Jim, excuse me, at Monis42, that's at M-O-N-O-S 42. Jimmy, welcome back, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Can we say with all the additions, I mean, the laundry list, that Brandon Bean has gotten accomplished in this offseason? I mean, have the Bills had the best offseason in the NFL? Well, to answer your question, of course, because as long as Josh Allen's healthy, everything's fine. But yes, 
Um, I do like what they're doing, and I do like their approach and Bean's approach to free agency draft. They they don't seem to panic. I don't want to hear anything about Von Miller being overpaid. Don't worry about any of that. They couldn't have the contracts. You always have to look into those a little bit to see the guaranteed and all that. But everything's fine. They're going for it, and I think that's the theme I'm taking right now, Mike. And I don't, I'd be interested to hear what you think. But I think people are trying to go for it like the Rams did. Mm-hmm. And they are trying to do the, hey, the window, we all know the window is short, closes quick, go for it. And I like what the Bills are doing. No doubt. Now, we know that Von Miller obviously was the splash out of all sure. of them. Um, the guy's won multiple Super Bowls. He's won a Super Bowl MVP. Um, you know, he has now an opportunity to win a ring with three different teams. Um, and, he, and he's a generational defensive pass rusher. I mean, he's, he's so unique in what he does. He's still listed on a lot of rosters as a linebacker, which is hilarious because he, he lines up in that specialized spot, you know, but he comes in from the edge, as you know. Um, so that, that we know was the big splash deal. And I'll get to more of him as far as what he might be able to bring into the locker room for the Bills, especially with young guys like Basham, Epinesa, and Russo. But um, for, for, the, for all the other deals that the Bills – made um all the other moves that they made what's what's the one that's the non-von miller one that you think will end up being the best the best move with with the most value i'm a crowder fan yeah um i I like crowder and i i i feel like you can't put a real good like there's a value that position has so much value and especially when you're talking about replace you know especially with the emergence of davis we're going to see you see that young guy take that step like Davis took this year, and you pair him. So there's your size guy. Now you have Diggs, who's the do everything guy. You have to have that. You know, McKenzie obviously can do a lot of different things, but that stable, just steady mismatch at the slot is a headache. And Crowder's really good. He's always been just rock. I've always loved him at Duke. Um, we spent a lot of time with him coming out of the drafts. So I always had like a little soft spot for him. So I thought that was a real nice pickup. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, with the Bills and, and the way they have a lot of the offense uh, rolling now with the addition of of Crowder, you bring back McKenzie, you add O.J. Howard, you go get Duke Johnson. Um, it seems like, and there's a new blocking scheme up front, right, with Aaron Cromer and company. It's going to be more of a zone blocking type of thing as opposed to pushing it straight downhill on, on the ground game. Um, could you see now, and McDermott's already you know mentioned this in, to the media, Recently, you know, he doesn't want Allen to run as much. Uh, good luck with that. But, you know, c- can you see more two tight end sets? I'm not saying getting rid of the slot, no way, but pulling back on the slot game a little bit to, to have that look with the two tight end, Knox and Howard. Yeah, you hit on another guy. I'm glad you brought him up with Howard. And I don't know enough to answer that question, Mike, as far as how they're going to use tight end slot. Yeah. I, I got to be honest, I wouldn't want to talk too much about that. But, Howard is confusing to me as far as there is no reason for him not to be a complete mismatch every game he plays in at the tight end position. Like he is so talented. And I know he's had some injuries. I'm not sure exactly why he hasn't quite performed the way I thought he would uh, coming out of college. But, man, you, you talk about Howard and Knox. These guys are loaded up again on offense. And, and Aaron Cromer, I was with him in New Orleans and was with him under Rex. In fact, I remember we picked him up at the Senior Bowl when Rex got hired. Um, when Rex was getting ready, to, he was interviewing offensive line coaches, settled on Coach Cromer. We were down at, at Mobile, 
I remember picking them up and, and going to dinner with them. And, and Cromer is, I mean, Doug Marone, I've been around some of the best offensive line coaches, and I feel fortunate, and Cromer will get that line. We'll get them straight. Okay, back to Von Miller for a second. Uh, you've been around the elite of the elite in the NFL. You know that the impact isn't just on the field. It's in the locker room. It's off the field. It's charity work. It's it's in some cases like a Drew Brees in New Orleans. It's He's the face of the team in the city, for God's sakes. Uh, Von Miller comes in, and look, the Bills have knocked on the door. They have. They've made the AFC Championship game. They've won multiple divisions. Uh, they got back to the postseason last year, had a golden opportunity to make it back to the AFC title game. Um, but, but Von Miller has gone beyond that, not once, but, 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 but multiple times. He knows what it's like on third and seven in the big game to have to get off the field and make a play. Um, so with all that being said, Von Miller helps Boogie Basham, Greg Russo and AJ Epinesa how from all, you know, that standpoint, the pedigree he brings leadership, et cetera, and compare it a little bit to maybe a couple guys you've seen in the past inside the walls of the NFL. It's instant instant respect and credibility and the best thing about getting a guy like that is it, it takes a little bit and never going to take pressure off of josh allen as a player but it takes some focus on hey here's another superstar and what it does in the building and in the locker room and every day is these young guys they are kind of so all they're going to do is watch him and it's not a bunch of rah-rah he doesn't have to sell anybody he doesn't have to sell himself or anything like that they just need to raise their level of play to what he's going to bring because he is 100% professional. He knows how to practice, and he loves football. That's why he's still playing it. How many guys, I mean, he loves football. He wants to win, and obviously money helps too, but he wants to win, and he sought out Buffalo. And these guys, first of all, he's going to take, he's taking away playing time from some of these young guys, and and they need to, they need to raise their level to contract and get their, get paid. So, I just think when you bring in a superstar like that, we did this. I'm going to tell you the guy that we brought in that I thought changed the game for us in New Orleans a little bit. Different because he wasn't a pass rusher, but Jonathan Vilma. Oh, yeah. Was a guy that, man, he came into that locker room and it was like some guys are just leaders and you don't need to study it too hard. And that was just him. He was on, he was the breeze of the defense. First guy in, last guy out. Knew everything about the defense. Now, Vaughn won't have that maybe responsibility but it's that same instant credibility i tell you what vilma man in college that guy was <laughs> Mike. oh my Mike, gosh we, we were so oh. i think about those years we were just we did some so many good things in new orleans but he really changed that mindset on defense and, and took pressure off guys because he was the coach on the field and he was obviously perfect produced unbelievable. Uh, Jim Monas with us, a former player personnel man doing some great things in media uh, today involved with the XFL as well uh, here on the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Burn Dairy and Ken's Auto Detailing. We mentioned a couple minutes ago the uh, go go for it now. The window is only open for so long and the Rams did that. They got Stafford. They get Beckham. Uh, they make a, a slew of moves. They get Von Miller and ba-boom, they're Super Bowl champions. Do you think Talking strictly about the draft, do you think that teams should adopt the hell? I'm not saying trade like all your draft capital, but at least if you have a reasonable amount, not great, 
not awful, somewhere in the middle. You've got decent picks. Should you, if you're the Bills, if you're whoever, should you trade up more? Should you utilize things to go up and get your guy? Should you take four, you know, three picks if you're Brandon Bean and go, to hell with it. I'm going to get Sauce Gardner. I'm going to get him. Yeah, I think if you feel like that, now that's every team obviously has to feel that conviction on one player to go up and get somebody in the draft regardless. But if you're the Bills or any team that has the quarterback in place, which the Bills do, then to me, and like, and you did a great job of describing, they've been knocking on the door for two years now. It's time. And if you see a guy that you think puts you over the top, that you all as a grant or as an organization, the owners are on board with, the coaching staff's on board with, go for it. I Yes. I think the Bills, I'd be fine with them packaging something to go for a guy that they believe in. What are some of your just overall, you know, first round NFL draft thoughts? I mean, have you seen any of these guys in full? Are you impressed with anybody? Are there can't miss players? Uh, Is there a star studded position? Do you trust the quarterbacks coming out? Um, you know, combine wise, just just kind of go around the go around the the first round. Any any particular things uh, that you're targeting here, Jim? Mike, this is where I'm going to let you down. I am not draft heavy this year. Um, taking that job with the XFL. Oh yeah, and, yeah. I just have been very consumed with. I haven't studied. I studied the NFL every week, like we talked. About Come on, you're too busy betting on college basketball. Enough. I- and I, and you do know that. And I actually wanted to talk to you about maybe tonight. There might be a game you might be watching tonight. But um, Bonnie's. But anyway, uh, Mike, I don't even feel com- – and it's weird for me to say for 20 years, I feel like I've known the draft, and I honestly just don't feel comfortable talking about it this year. All right, let me throw a more general question. Do you think the draft is more underrated or overrated? Oh, 100% overrated. Okay. As a whole – as a production, as a... Now, when I'm saying that, I'm saying as the amount of coverage and the amount of things that we need to get discussed this time of year with hand sizes yeah. and 40 times. Trust me on this, it is way overblown in media. <laughs> and I think NFL teams are starting to scale back and understand that just use it as a tool and, yeah. and really find value, find value and take the guys you think can help you now. New faces in new places, and man, is the AFC loaded. I mean, the West now, Russell Wilson's a Bronco, Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams are Raiders, Matt Ryan goes to the Colts. Uh, My goodness, all the moves the Bills made, right? You've got Deshaun Watson now with Cleveland Brown. I mean, there's so many guys moving, so many really good to great to elite teams in the AFC. With those new faces I mentioned and, and whoever I forgot, um, who do you think will have the biggest impact on their new team? I can't, I don't know about you. I can't wait to see Miami Dolphin team. Oh yeah. That Tyreek Hill trade too. Sorry about that. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> it. this Hill and Waddle combination. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Yep. Brutal. Okay. Yep. Agree. And, and I'm a, I, I haven't written off to a, I, I've two to me after really evaluating him. I'm not writing him off. Don't think he'll ever be that elite quarterback that you desire. But can he be a middle of the road? Can he be a Jimmy Garoppolo? Can he be a you know a good quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Those guys. Yes. Can you be functional and be a good quarterback and not hurt your team? Now, one thing too, it does need to cut back on me, which is I thought he made really poor decisions and some turnovers that are strange for a guy that you know is is mentally smart and ready to make you know make the next jump. He's got to cut that out. But wow, 
you're talking about two guys that they're nightmares to defend. And and that Leslie Frazier used to tell me this all the time. He, he used to always say, who's the guy on the other team that will keep me up at night? And and once you have two of those guys, three of those guys, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a real offense. See, I kind of look at Tyreek Hill the way that I do a Von Miller on the opposite side of the ball, where a coordinator has to just completely create a game plan to stop you. And and if it's at that level, you know how unbelievably impactful that player is. We used to, no question, and we used to talk to, I remember talking to Marone about that when we entered our first draft. When I when we said, who on our offense right now is the other team game planning for? And that's kind of why, in theory, is why we thought, let's go after Stanley Watkins. Yeah, I, I tell you what, and, and I you know it didn't pay. I know it didn't pay at all. Yeah, it, yeah, that. right. But I, I know I see we your point. We talked about it, but that was the discussion of why we did go out. We thought, let's get a guy that the other team has the game plan. Sure. And, and I got to tell you, I mean, <laughs> I saw a lot of Sammy Watkins in college. I saw him burning down the sidelines in the Carrier Dome and catching that ball, I think, uh, was it from probably from Boyd? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Up along that right side, and he just <laughs> burned down the field. And this ball goes up, and it gets lost in the in the, like in the white dome. And I look down, I'm like, where in the world is this ball going to end up going? And then I look down, and Sammy Watkins is like inside the ten, and just like makes a, a catch in, in his sleep. It was it was insane. I, I'm you know Sammy Watkins. When I look back at him, I'm still for how unbelievable he was in college. And during the time of coming out during this explosion, this recent real explosion of offense and receivers and, and all the like and the RPO stuff, I I got to tell you, I'm, I'm kind of stunned. I'm kind of stunned that that guy didn't end up being a stud in the NFL. Yeah, and, and there's so many reasons. That could be another day. For no, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, because, and you know a lot of them. I mean, it, it is. It's just when it starts it with the QB and you give a guy that doesn't have a, a quarterback, and then you're switching offenses every year. You're switching coaching staffs. And basically what we did to Sammy was the exact opposite of how you want to bring along any rookie quarterback. Yeah. I mean, uh, any rookie, Yeah, not even a quarterback. All right. You mentioned, you know, that next deck for Tua. Where is Derek Carr right now? Is he in that group looking to uh, ascend to the elite with Devontae Adams? Where is he? No, he's a top, like, yes, he's a top 12-ish okay. quarterback for me. Okay. Um, I would, yes. And for him to, yes. The thing about Carr that, that is impressive about him is, is he's tough. He gets a bad rap. I think some people are saying he put pressure on him. He mm. falls apart. I thought he proved this year when you lose your head coach like they did, have that chaos with the other players on their team, off the field chaos. Get that team together. I mean, I thought Carr really did a good job with that team this year. It impressed me. And I mean, one thing we know about Josh McDaniels, he won a playoff game with Tim Tebow. So you're now giving McDaniels, Carr, and Adams, and, and there's something going on with that team that, that feels good. Yeah. I and, and once again, and once again, it's the AFC. Exactly. And, and yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, so now back to the Bills for a second. You know, last year, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, with all these new guys coming into the AFC, you're almost thinking, like, 
that they blew it even more, right? I mean, I, I know that I know that the Bills are look, if if they're as as good as advertised, if if their window is open, it doesn't matter who everybody else adds. If you're the best team, you're the best team. And they could still be the best team over everybody. But now the challenges are are the hurdles got a little higher for Buffalo in the offseason. I almost look back at that game in Kansas City and go, damn it, you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Even more, even more now, Jim. I think you, it almost has to get to the point where you put this game out of your memory if you can, and it's hard to because it's going to drive you crazy. Yes, because everybody, like somebody like yourself, understands how hard it is to get back and to blow. And, and we can use that word, blow a game. They did, yeah. and 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 um, I agree. With you. I don't. It is so hard to get back. Oh. I mean, we won one Super Bowl in New Orleans, and I swear. I was, we were ready to win two or three. Sure. I really thought we would. And yeah. we didn't. And yeah. it's that hard. So, yes, to your question, you can't, I mean, how can you sit there with the season as long as it is? You got to be healthy oh. going into the playoffs. And then you got to have things fall your way. And it's just, it, it's definitely not going to be, you know, now they got the new stadium. So, right. <laughs> so we know, we know it's going to be some exciting times here in Western New York. But, man, to get to the Super Bowl. I got two more quickies for you, Jim. Again, Jim Monas, our guest here on the ML Sports Platter, the former player uh, personnel man uh, for multiple teams in the NFL, including the Bills, and now uh, part of the XFL and doing some uh, media work with uh, Tyler Dunn and the gang at Go Long. Um, Tom Brady, I, you know, look, I never thought – here's where I, I my timeline was with Brady. I thought that Brady was hinting at retirement – and that he might do it. It was like 50-50. Then when he retired, I thought, eh, yeah, I'm still kind of 50-50. And then I started to lean a little bit towards, yeah. And then he went on with Jim Gray again, and he said, you know, you know, never say never. And I'm like, oh, here we go. The guy's definitely not going to retire, right? So that, then he announces he's coming back to the Tampa Bay Bucks. So is this next year it, or is it two years? I mean, does he just want to run it back one more time? I mean, here's what threw me off. When Bruce, when he retired, when Brady said he was retiring and Bruce Arians was still going to coach, I was confused. I said this on our, um, with Tyler Dunn on the podcast. I said, why would Bruce Arians, who basically didn't, he was retired, came out of coaching basically because he knew, you know, eventually he, he had that itch and where they had the first pick, they got Winston, that didn't work. But then they get Brady. Now I'm thinking to myself, why would somebody at his age want to continue to coach without a quarterback? Mm-hmm. So they knew he was. They knew there was a chance he was coming back. And now the next part of this equation for Brady playing more years, what is his relationship with Bruce Arians? Right. Because he, yeah, I mean, is it real? Are the Miami Dolphins completely out of the Tom Brady thing? You know, oh, that rumor is that rumor seems to still float around a little bit. And I, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. But just when you hear stuff like that, it's so. Until they get put to bed, and when you're talking about if there's an owner like Miami's owner, and if he is serious, still wants Brady, those guys have the power to not stop until they get what they want. And mm-hmm. I just, but to answer your question, I don't know what would happen. How, how can you predict? Would Brady come back for two or three years? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. And then the health, does he have the offensive line to protect him? And you're talking about another team. Are they, are, I mean, it's not a given that they're, because Brady's playing, they're going to make the Super Bowl like we saw this year. And I mean, their road isn't easy. And Brady still has to beat Aaron Rodgers and Stafford. I mean, oh. so I don't know. It's I'm surprised he's doing it. I'm surprised he came back. 
All right, final thing in a, in in a minute or so that I have left with you. Um, do you think that the Rams are the favorite? Are the Bucks now because Brady's back? I mean that NFC with all those guys that have gone and moved play you know to other places in in the AFC. It's a much different path to get to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers gets the big deal. I think he's pretty much ruined the Packers because Devontae Adams left, and now he's got a you know Scal- Vanda Scal- Veldes Scantling's gone to KC. So he you know he, yeah, I mean it, he well you know he didn't look at those guys anyway uh, in in the playoff game. He was like zoned in on Adams. Now Adams is gone, and now all the other guys are gone. So who's he gonna who's he gonna zone in on? Um, the path to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I, I know it's wild to ask these questions in March, April, et cetera, but where is the path? Like who's, who's the favorite now? I got to go Tampa. Yeah, I guess, I think you still have to throw Tampa in the mix. And and obviously the Rams are going to be right there with Tampa. And I mean, the Cowboys are the most confusing team, right? I mean, we know what they, I mean, is Mike McCarthy good enough? They're, they're now, they're pretty easy to figure out. They're overrated every year. They make horrible mistakes in the fourth quarter. McCarthy sucks as a game manager and then they can't make it deep in the playoffs. I've got them figured out, Jim. Don't worry. No, and I like that because I think you're right. And that's my point. It's like we're talking about the Rams in Tampa again. Yeah. So I, I can't sit there and say another team like I'm – look, I've had to eat, eat a little bit of crow on Aaron Rodgers where I've always said as long as you have him, you can win a Super Bowl, which I, I think is true. But, I mean, that I, I can't stand up for him after what he did this year in the playoffs. So, yeah, I think it's Tampa and the Rams again. I mean, it's hard to sit there and look. I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. I don't see him being – I feel like he he needs to take a step, I should say it that way. Tell you what, I mean, with the Rodgers thing too, with him playing so poorly for so many years here in the playoffs recently, I think it's I think when you kind of start making that list of all time quarterbacks, and a lot of people forget how many elite, amazing quarterbacks we've had. And I'm not just talking about the last 20 years. I'm talking about the history of football. I'm talking about Bart Starr and Otto Graham and Fran Tarkenton and Dan Fouts and Roger Staubach and Dan Marino and, you know, on down the line and and Aikman and Montana and Young and Kelly and everybody else, Brady, obviously all all those guys the last 20 years. But there there, there have been plenty before that. i got to tell you, I mean, with Rodgers, I I don't know, man. His playoff performances, I'm – I'm not sure where I put him anymore. I, I mean, there's a lot of people who want to slam dunk him to be a top five. I don't have him in my top five. I don't have him in my in my top eight. Elway. I mean, I don't have him. I don't have him in my in my top seven or eight. Jim, at least. I think it's, no, I hear you. It's always important to separate. Are you talking about talent or accomplishment? You know, it, it's when you mix talent and accomplishment. I think you're right. I don't know if you can put him in that top. If you just go pure talent of a position. I'd put him top five talent that you'll ever watch. Sure. But you couldn't sit there and say he's had better accomplishment career than the guys you mentioned. Yeah. I mean, the overall resume, though, when you throw it all in there, I, I don't exactly. know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think it's a little bit behind. All right. This was fun. Jim Monas, awesome stuff. At Monas42. Yeah, no, no problem. At Monas42 on Twitter, the former player personnel man, XFL, uh, media star with Tyler Dunn on the Go Long Pod and PicksWise.com. Take care of yourself, Jim. We'll, we'll uh, catch up again. Someday, Mike, we got to get that drink. You know how important it is these days to stay healthy. Well, guess what? I have good news for you. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, listen to this. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and more. And their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, energy, 
focus, recovery, and aging, and a heck of a lot more. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system today with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's believe, B-L-E-A-V. Again, athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. And a big thanks to Jim Monas talking some NFL. What a wild offseason it has been. I'm Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. And we are brought to you by our great, great friends over at Stanley Law Offices, the Allen Angus Pub, Barks and Rec, Doggy Daycare, and our terrific friends at the Syracuse Fitness Store. Go ahead and visit them. Erie Boulevard, if you're in and around Central New York, they've got the top-notch workout equipment from ellipticals and bikes to a heck of a lot more, the Pelotons, the workout mats, free weights, and more. Syracuse Fitness Store, Erie Boulevard. It is the official equipment store of the ML Sports Platter. A tip of the cap thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the program, as well as Rosie's Corner. Stop by every week for Fish Friday at Rosie's Corner in and around Central New York, Route 11 in Brewerton. They've got it all going on there, man. Pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs and more. And uh, terrific, terrific uh, stuff also uh, via the website and on the Slice app. So make sure you download that and check out the website. Those garlic parm wings, I just can't stop thinking about them. The gold fever. i gotta get some. I got to get some wings and pizza this weekend from Rosie's Corner. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. <laughs> listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.